Peace and blessings, family. Thank you so much for tuning in to another segment of Malaka Araya to the Remnant. And y'all know how we do. Shalom, shalom, salama, salam alaikum, shalom, and all that good stuff. So, family, today we will be reading chapter 30. I believe we're up to chapter 30, right? Uh, let me see. Yaakov moved on and came to the land of the people of the East. No, we are up to chapter 29, y'all. Hallelujah. And today we're going to be reading from the Latin Vulgate, okay, and also from the TS 2009. But before we get started, let's have a little praise, why don't we? Now, normally I take this time to showcase um, one of my favorite um, awakened artists, right? But today I'm going to share a song that I actually, um, I'm still working on the song, but I, I think it's good enough to, to just hit it up on here real quick. All right. So with no further ado, here is Pray by yours truly. Remember the covenant. We need the revival for our survival. You will remember the covenant. 
in need of revival for our survival. Remember the covenant. Remember. Remember the covenant. I'm on my knees when I. All right, and again, family, I just want to remind you guys to please just bear with me if you guys hear me doing a little sniffling and stuff like that. Um, I'm just, I'm going through some nasal congestion, like, and I've been sneezing, so it's, it's definitely some kind of an allergy. But anyway, we're going to press through, press our way, and here we go. So instead of reading from the Latin Vulgate first, I've decided to read from the TS 2009 translation today first, okay? All right. Here we go, and Father, y'all, please bless the reading of your word in Yahusha's name. Hallelujah. And Yaakov moved on and came to the land of the people of the east. And he looked and saw a well in the field and saw three flocks of sheep living by it. For out of that well they watered the flocks and a large stone was on the well's mouth, and all the flocks would be gathered there. Then they would roll the stone from the well's mouth and water the sheep, and put the stone back in the place, in its place, on the well's mouth. So Yaakov, excuse me, sorry. Hold on, let me just put my phone on silent, family so that no notifications can interrupt us going forward. Mm. Hallelujah. Okay. So now we are in verse 4. So Yaakov said to them, My brothers, where are you from? And they said, We are from Haran. And he said to them, Did you know Laban, son of Nahor? And they said, we know him. So they said, so he said to them, is he, is he well? And they said, well, and see his daughter, Rahel, and here in the TS 2009, um, they say that they've done a lot of research at the Bible Institute, which um, is, is, the writers or the authors of this translation of the Bible, the scriptures translation, it was translated by the Bible Institute, okay? And so here they don't call her name Rachel, like what we all grew up on, R-A-C-H-E-L. Here it is R-A-H-E-L, Rahel, Rahel, okay? So anyway, his daughter Rachel is coming with the sheep. And he said, see... It is still high day, not the time for the livestock to be gathered together, water the sheep, and go and feed them. But they said, we are not allowed until all the flocks are gathered together, and they have rolled the stone from the well's mouth. Then we shall water the sheep. 
while he was still speaking with them, Rahel came. I, I feel so funny saying that. It was Rachel, right? Oh my goodness. These languages, you know, this, this farce of a language that we speak right now is just like, you know, I can't wait until we are all given our new undefiled tongue, right? So anyway, um, verse 9. While he was still speaking with them, Rahel came with her father's sheep, for she was a sheep herdess or a shepherdess. And it came to be when Yaakov saw Rahel, the daughter of Laban, his mother's brother, and the sheep of Laban, his mother's brother, that Yaakov went near and rolled the stone from the well's mouth and watered the flock of Laban, his mother's brother. And Yaakov kissed Rahel and lifted up his voice and wept. And when Yaakov told Rahel that he was her father's relative and that he was Ribka's son, she ran and told her father. And it came to be when Laban heard the report about Yaakov his sister's son, that he ran to meet him and embraced him and kissed him and brought him to, to his house. Then he told Laban all these matters. And Laban said to him, You are indeed my bone and my flesh. And he stayed with him for a new moon. Then Laban said to Yaakov, because you are my relative, you should therefore serve me for naught. Let me know what should your wages be. Oh, and he actually posed it as a question. Listen, he said, because you are my mother's, because you are my relative, should you therefore serve me for naught? Let me know what should be your wages or what should your wages be. And Laban had two daughters. The name of the elder was Leah, and the name of the younger was Rachel. And Leah's eyes were weak, but Rachel was beautiful. Uh, and you see, so, and, and I'm not, I'm really sure, I want to just get through these and read them, right? But I remember being in church. My pastor, uh, my former pastor was like, yeah, she wasn't easy on the eyes. So they were insinuating that like um, that Leah was not um, beautiful looking or pretty or whatever. But here it says her eyes were weak. So now I don't know if that's a, a poor um, translation or if it's the proper translation. Right. But let's let's use some deductive reasoning here. Um, he was in love with Rachel and usually you know, a person will gravitate towards the more attractive or appealing looking one. I don't know, but it don't say here. It doesn't say here that she was ugly. It says her eyes were weak. So did she squint a lot or something? I don't know. I'm sitting here squinting right now. <laughs> anyway, and Leah's eyes were weak, but Rahel was beautiful of form and beautiful of appearance. You see there? Mm-hmm. And Yaakov loved Rachel, so he said, Let me serve you seven years 
for Rahel or Rachel, Rahel, your younger daughter. And Laban said, it is better that I give her to you than that I should give her to another man. Stay with me. And Yaakov served seven years for Rachel. And they seemed to him but a few days because of the love he had for her. Then Yaakov said to Laban, Give me my wife, for my days are completed, and let me go in, and let me go in to her. And Laban gathered all the men of the of the place and made a feast. And it came to be in the evening that he took Leah, his daughter, and brought her to Yaakov, and he went in to her. And Laban gave his female servant Zilpah to his daughter Leah as a female servant. And in the morning it came to be that see, it was Leah. So he said to Leah, what is this you have done to me? How could he tell the night before? He said he went into her. You, you see what I'm saying? Like how these translations and it just, it makes things not really make sense. You know what I mean? Because listen, listen, I always read. Here in the CS 2009. And Laban, okay, let's go back. Let's go back. Verse 20, and Laban gathered all the men of the place and made a feast. And it came to be in the evening that he took Leah, his daughter, and brought her to Yaakov, and he went into her. So how was it that it wasn't until the next morning? Was he drunk? I mean, you know what I mean? This is this is why people be like, oh, don't take the Apocryphas over the 66 books. I'm going to tell you about these 66 books, Okay. The, the men that got together at the Council of Laodicea, they decided on what we would receive as holy scripts. And just sometimes reading it, you know, it challenges, I get a little challenged a little bit. You feel me? But what I want to do is I want to go and see how this is read in the TS 2000, I mean, in the, the King James Version. Let me see how this look in the King James Version, because it's just not, I don't know. It's funny to me. It's a little funny in the TS 2009. All right, so we go in, what was it, verse 9? They said, we cannot until the flood. No, way beyond that. Okay, Jacob, my brother, Rachel, lifted up his voice. And Jacob told Rachel that he was her father's brother. All right, we passed there. And Laban said to Jacob, because that, okay, let's go, we passed there. All right, Leah was tender-eyed. I still can't get over that. <laughs> she was tender-eyed, but Rachel was beautiful and well-favored. And Jacob loved Rachel and said, I will serve thee seven years for Rachel, thy daughter, thy younger daughter. And Laban said, It is better that I give her to thee than that I should give her to another man. Abide with me. And Jacob served for seven years for Rachel. And they seemed unto him but a few days for the love he had to her. And Jacob said unto Laban, give me my wife for my days are fulfilled so that I can go in unto her. And Laban gathered all, gathered together all the men of the place and made a feast. 
And it came to pass in the evening that he took Leah, his daughter, and brought her into him. And he went in unto her. And Laban gave unto his daughter Leah Zilpah, his maid, for a handmaid. And it came to pass that in the morning, behold, it was Leah. All right. And he said to Laban, what is this thou hast done unto me? Did not I serve thee for Rachel? Wherefore then hast thou beguiled me? And Laban said, It must not be so done in our country to give the younger before the firstborn. Fulfill her week, and we will give thee this also for the service which thou shalt serve with me yet another seven years. And Jacob did so. And fulfilled her week. And he gave him Rachel, his younger daughter, to wife also. And Laban gave to Rachel, his daughter, Billa, his handmaid, to be her. Wait. And Laban gave to Rachel, his daughter, Billa, his handmaid, to be her maid. And he went in also unto Rachel. And he loved also Rachel more than Leah and served and yeah, and served with him yet even seven other years. And when the Most High saw that Leah was hated, he opened her womb, but Rachel was barren and Leah conceived and bare a son and she called his name Reuben for she said, surely Yahuwah hath looked upon my affliction. Now, therefore, my husband will love me. And she conceived again and bare a son and said, Because the Most High hath heard that I was hated, he hath therefore given me this son also. And she called his name Simeon. And she conceived again. And bear a son and said, now this time will my husband be joined unto me because I have borne him three sons. Therefore was his name called Levi. And she conceived again and bear a son and said, now I will praise the most high. Therefore, she called his name Judah. And left bearing. So her final last born was our ancestor Yehuda. Okay, Yehuda came from an unloved mother, a mother who was grieving up until she had her last two. Okay, so look, let me show you something here. Levi came before Judah, right? So what does it say when Levi came? And she conceived again and bare a son and said, Now this time my husband will be joined unto me because I have borne him three sons. Therefore was his name called Levi. And she conceived again and bare a son. And she said, Now I will praise the Most High. Therefore, she called his name Yehuda 
or Judah and left bearing. So this is why if you've ever heard people say Judah means praise, Judah means to praise. And this is why it's like I was watching something before and um, there was a woman teaching and she said, you know, Judah, you know, who comes from the line of Judah because they're talented. They can all sing, dance, play instruments, do poetry. And now I'm not saying that other tribes, you know, people from other tribes can't do these things, but these things just come natural to Judah. Judah is the praisers, Judah the praisers. That's just, it's beautiful. It's a beautiful thing. So anyway, family, thank you so much for listening Um, thus far. And now we're going to go to the Latin Vulgate. All right, let's do it. All right, here we go. So now I'm not making any promises, y'all. But I am going to try to read a little bit of this in the Latin, okay? But it'll probably only be a couple verses, all right? So here we go. Um, Genesis chapter 29 in the Latin Vulgate translation that was then translated into English, okay? Here we go. Profectus ergo Jacob venti ad deram orientalem. Then Jacob went on his journey and came into the east country. And he saw a well in the field and three flocks of sheep lying by it, for the beasts were watered out of it, and the mouth thereof was closed with a great stone. And the custom was when all the sheep were gathered together to roll away the stone, and after the sheep were watered, to put it on the mouth of the well again. Hold on. Give me a second. Let me clean my glasses. Yes, I could see clearly now. The blur is gone. Okay, so verse four. Uh, yeah, verse four. And he said to the shepherds, brethren, whence are you? They answered, of Haran. Verse 5. Quos interrogans. Right? Interrogans. Okay. Quos interrogans. Numkid ait notis laban folium nahor dixrunt novimus. And he asked them, saying, Know you Laban? the son of Nahor, they said, we know him. Sonul, <laughs> this is the last one, this is the last one. Sanunse est equit valet inquint et esse Rahel filar filia, Rahel filia, ius venticum grege suo. And he said, is he in health? He is in health, say they. And behold, Rachel, his daughter, cometh with his flock. Dixitke Iacob aduch multum dihai superest nech. Ones est 
tempos ut red kun reducantur ad qualos greges date ante potum obibus et sic ad pastum es reducit reducite redu <laughs> I have too much fun with this. Stop playing. So it's reducite. Es reducite. Right. That's it. I'm done. No more Latin. Okay. Verse 7. And Jacob said, There is yet much day remaining. Neither is it time to bring the flocks into the folds. Again, first give the sheep drink and lead them back to feed. They answered, we cannot, till all the cattle be gathered together, and we remove the stone from the well's mouth, that we may water the flock. They were yet speaking, and behold, Rachel came with her father's sheep, for she fed the flock. And remember the other, um, the other translation said she was a shepherdess. So a shepherdess is the female version of a shepherd, right? Right. Okay. So verse 11. And having watered the flock, he kissed her and lifting up his voice wept. So that's what I'm saying. Like, so he, he they don't know him. He don't know them. He going to just kiss this little girl. He going to just kiss her. He don't know her. It was strange. It was some strange time. Can you imagine going out? To do something and, and a stranger that you've never seen before just go and kiss you and start crying. That would have weirded me out if I were her. But you know what? Their customs were much different than ours. Okay? So, I guess it was okay. <laughs> and he told her that he was her father's brother and the son of Rebecca. But she went in haste and told her father. Right, she ran like, Daddy, this man said he's somebody, brother. Just kiss me. <laughs> Who, when he heard that Jacob, his sister's son, came, was come, ran forth to meet him and embracing him and, heart and heartily kissing him, brought him into his house. And when he had heard the causes of his journey, he answered, Thou art my bone and my flesh. And after the days of one month were, ex uh, were expired, he said to him, Because thou art my brother, shalt thou serve me without wages? Tell me what wages thou wilt have. So I want to also point out in the other translation is that he stood with him for a new moon. So understand that from one new moon to the next is one full month. Right? Did y'all catch that? Y'all still here? Oh. Alright. Verse 16. And now he had two daughters. The name of the elder was Leah and the younger was called Rachel. But Leah was blur-eyed. <laughs> it says blear-eyed. But Leah was blear-eyed 
Rachel was well favored and of a beautiful countenance. Man, I'm telling y'all, Leah was ugly or she was cockotted. Leah was cockotted. <laughs> you know, like, like she be looking at you, but it looked like she looking at them over there. That's what I think. So I think that made her look really weird because she was cross-eyed. Yeah, that's what makes sense. Okay, verse 18. Poor cross-eyed Leah. All right. Y'all better be nice to cross-eyed people. Cross-eyed people need love too. They looking for love and all. <laughs> no, that's not nice. I ain't even mean to laugh. My bad. I'm tired, y'all. Okay. So anyway, but Leah was blear-eyed. Rachel was well-favored and of a beautiful countenance. And Jacob, being in love with her, said, "I will serve three seven years." Oh, sorry. I will serve thee. Seven years for Rachel, thy younger daughter. Laban answered, it is better that I give her to thee than another man. Stay with me. So here we go. I'm going to do one more Latin verse. Verse 20. Servivit, servivit, igitur, Jacob, por Rachel, septem, anis, Et videbantur eli posi dies pre amoris. I see amoris, that's love, right? Amoris magnitudin, magnitudine, magnitudine, magnitude. So he loves her a lot. You got hear it? Amoris magnitudine. Yeah. He loved her with a big magnitude. And I'm learning, I'm, I'm understanding this Latin stuff over here. So Jacob served seven years for Rachel. And they seemed but a few days because of the greatness of his love. The greatness of his love. Amoris magnitudine. <laughs> don't tell me I don't know some Latin. One more verse. Dixit que ad laban. Da Mehai Ozrem. Yeah, Ozrem. Because that X be making a Z sound like Xerxes, but it's spelled with an X. So come on, follow, follow, y'all. Let's do it again. Dexitke Ad Laban de Mahai Uzorem Uzorem Meam Kwai Iam Tempus. Expletum es ut ingrediar ad em. And he said to Laban, Give me my wife, for now the time is fulfilled that I may go in unto her. And he said, Having invited a great number of his friends to the feast, made the marriage. And at night he brought in Leah, his daughter, to him. So y'all got to remember, too, these was the times, like, they didn't have lamps and stuff on the wall, right? They had the little oil lamps and stuff like that. So things was kind of, you know, dimly lit and everything. And it was a great feast. I'm quite sure there was some wine involved. You know what I mean? It don't say that, but, and I'm not adding nothing to it, but just think of that time frame and how they partied. Remember, when they had that wedding, what happened? Yahusha had to do what? Turn the water into what? All right. So you feel me? 
So yeah, so it makes sense that he didn't really, he wasn't even really, you know, able to tell who that was until dun 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 in the morning. <laughs> All right, giving his daughter. So let me see verse twenty three, and that night he brought in Leah his daughter to him, giving his daughter a handmaid named Zalpha. Now when Jacob had gone into her according to custom, when morning was, he saw it was Leah. Dun dun dun! You brought me that cross-eyed one, <laughs> and he said to his father-in-law what is this that thou didst to me did I not serve thee for Rachel why hast thou deceived me Laban answered it is not the custom in this place to give the younger in marriage first make up the week of days of this match me like the honeymoon live out the honeymoon phase right and I will give thee also, and I will give thee her also for the service that thou shalt render me another seven years. He, he yielded to his pleasure. And after the week was passed, he married Rachel. You lucky man, you. He got the cross-eyed one and the pretty one. You better come on, verse 29. To whom her father gave Bella for her servant. And having at length obtained the marriage he wished for, he preferred the love of the latter before the former and served with him another seven years. So Lebandon got like about 21 years of service from Jacob, right? From Jacob, right? Okay. So here we go, verse 32. And she conceived and bore a son and called his name Reuben, saying, The Lord saw my affliction. Now my husband will love me. Verse 33. Did I have said to it? I'm telling y'all, my eyes is time for bed. Hallelujah. But I bless the Father for. Just giving me some excitement while I read this word, as sleepy as I am. Because this is juicy, y'all. Telling y'all, I don't need TV. I don't need movies. I don't need Netflix. I mean, I look at that stuff every now and again, sometimes, sometimes. But I'm telling you, I would much rather get into this word, baby. Because that stuff on TV be fake. This right here, this is our real history, okay? For real. And... Again, she conceived and bore a son and said, because the Lord heard that I was despised, he hath given this also to me. And she called his name Simeon. Now, here's my thing. He ain't like her so much, but he sure went in unto her cross-eyed self a whole lot. I'm just saying, verse 34. And she conceived the third time and bore another son and said, now also my husband will be joined to me because I have borne him three sons and therefore she called his name Levi. The fourth time she conceived and bore a son and said, now I will praise the Lord for this 
she called him Judah, and she left bearing. Hallelujah. Blessed be the reading of the word. We did it, y'all. We made it to the end of the segment. So with that being said, that's my time. Love you. Until next time. Shalom. Shalom. Salama. Salam alaikum. Shalom.